All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast, which is my podcast where I share my biggest secrets and learnings that I've learned over the past six years being vegan and losing fat and gaining muscle after initially struggling. Um, because when I first went vegan, I gained like 30 pounds of weight. I was bloated all day, every day, and just didn't feel good. And over the past years, I figured out how to do plant-based the right way. And that's what I want to share with you. I just want to share my learnings, my experiences, and hopefully help you on your journey too along the way. And today I want to touch on a topic that just isn't touched on a lot. And nowadays I love talking about vanity metrics like abs and chest and biceps, how do you build those and how you get a big booty. And again, those things obviously are important and you want to have those results. And I can totally see that. But one thing that is not talked about a lot and something that I want to just share a story with you before going to. So a few years ago when I started my training journey, I was making some good progress, I was seeing results, um, and I had a friend of mine who started the same day as I did, and we pushed each other, motivated each other, and just went on this journey together, which is awesome as he get started. What happened, though, is that he made gains so much faster than I did, right? He made so much progress, he gained a lot of muscle, lost a lot of fat, and just looked much better, right? Even though we did the same training program, and we started at the same time, and What happened though, he kept pushing himself, he kept pushing himself. And one day I was seeing him in the gym, like doing like heavy, heavy dips with a lot of extra weight added. And I was impressed and he was like really crushing it and looking jacked. And next thing I know, next thing that happens is next week, he is not able to come to the gym anymore. Like I didn't see him. And the reason why is because he got injured. Okay, so he... Again, did I think it was one of the dip exercises and he just used too much weight, so he cracked in the middle and basically, I mean, that's a bit extreme, but he just basically injured himself using too much weight and putting too much pressure on his body and obviously not having good form. So what happened is he got injured and basically he couldn't train for months after. I didn't see him in a gym for months and what happened after that is he struggled to actually get back into the routine, actually start by exercising because he was injured and he lost the momentum, he lost the motivation. And obviously he now always has to be careful when exercising to not injure himself again, right? So this is what I'm going to talk about today. The one thing that really, really matters is not being injured, being injury-free on your fitness journey. So from my standpoint, I don't want to brag here, obviously, but just to give you some stats, I've been working out pretty much since six years now. I have never had an injury, knock on wood. Let me find some wood, one second. <laughs> and I've never had an injury, six years of training. I train at least three to five times every week for six years. You can do the math on that. Um, that's 150 to 250 workouts a year. And that over six years, um, yeah, that's up to a thousand workouts and no injuries yet and not in the future. And obviously there's a lot of different things to play into this, but I think I know a thing or two about being being injury free. Okay. So I see so many people again in my friend circle, <clears throat> in my close environment, or people who I follow who announce this this thing like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm running this marathon or hey, I'm doing this CrossFit challenge, or hey, I'm doing this Tough Mudder, and I'm doing this or that. And that's all great. I mean, I love having goals and loving projects, working towards to it. But then they go from zero to 100 from one day to another. They train, they go from training zero times to two times a day. 
And next time I check in with them, they're injured. They had to cancel the event and they're struggling health-wise, which is so unfortunate, right? So again, I don't want to bash them. It's, it happens, those things can happen to the best, right? I mean, athletes also injure themselves. But just from my perspective, like it's boring, but actually realizing that being injury-free is progress, like it's basically amazing if you do that. Like a lot of people just measure progress in terms of yeah, gaining muscle, looking better, being faster, but progress comes in different shapes, right? So no injury is progress. Like being functional is progress. Being healthy is progress, right? And I think nowadays, again, we see all these people crushing on social media and we want to push ourselves. And again, I love that, but just taking care of the boring stuff first so you then can do the exciting stuff later. And again, I can talk about this um, because I've never injured myself in six years of training. So you might be wondering, hey, Fritz, how do injuries affect your health, right? How does it, how does it really affect you? So there's different impairments, right? So physical impairments are obvious. I mean, injuries can affect your ability to walk, to run, to even stand or sit, right? Or to bend or to carry items around, right? You, you basically are impairing your life. Like you make, you're making simple tasks like driving a car or dressing or carrying something um, a grocery bag or suitcase, very difficult, even impossible to do. What you want to think about, is that how you want to live your life, right? And just not being able to use your body as it's built and doing all these amazing outdoor activities and surfing and hiking and kayaking, all these amazing things, right? So do you want to limit yourself on that just because you want to push yourself a bit more in your workouts? Um, and also, besides the physical impairments, obviously, there's also psychological impairments. So many people who suffer with injuries end up having like mental problems too. So depression, anxiety, um, some even may experience insomnia or sleep disorders, right? We have seen this in our coaching program. People that come to us for help um, struggling with sleep because they have back pain or because they can't breathe right, because they had an injury and all of that. So it's really, really important, especially as you age to take care of that and realize the yeah, the consequences of that, right? So again, it's not a sexy topic. You don't see on social media how to not be injured and having like millions of views, right? But I want to just really put this down because I know this is important to you. I know you want to be healthy and agile and flexible and making that a focus will change your life for the better. And again, I can talk about experience and basically a few things to not get injured, okay? There's a few key takeaways here. So take out your pen and paper, if you're not driving, I have a few key takeaways for you. So number one thing is to actually have a plan, an exercise plan that is tailored to you, right? So you might be 55 years old, right? You might not be 20 years old uh, where you can do all the things, jump around, jump up and down, do these workout classes. That's why I don't like workout class because they're not tailored to your current state of life, right? Maybe you already have some injuries from the past. Maybe you have shorter arms or shorter legs, or maybe you, I don't know, work in the construction where your body's already exhausted. So basically you need an exercise plan that's tailored to your specific body and conditions. That's the most, most important thing when it comes to avoiding injuries. Like I think probably 90% of injuries can be avoided if you have a plan that is actually tailored to you. So that's the first step, right? So that for me, I've always had a coach after the first year um, of training pretty much always had a coach. So super, super crucial. Okay. Second thing that's important is when you have that plan, actually make sure that you do the exercises with specific and correct form, right? So 
for you to actually gain muscle, get the abs, get the biceps, you need to do the exercise the proper way because if you don't stimulate those muscles, then yeah, you're not going to grow them, right? So a lot of people do have wrong form and then you don't see the results because you're not actually working out the muscle, right? So super important point as well and mostly overlooked as well. And I see a lot of people in the gym just having the wrong form. And then what happens too, again, not just you don't see the muscle growth, but obviously when you put your your arms, your shoulder, your hips, your back into incorrect positions. And basically what happens is you put a lot of pressure and weight on that specific body part. And then obviously it's gonna, gonna be affected, right? So it's gonna, you can injure it easily. And that's where you wanna make sure that the mechanic movements are in place because that's how exercise works. You wanna do movements where you target the muscle group and you don't target um, the bone or you don't target um, like straining the muscle, right? So that's when you want to definitely focus on too. So having the right exercise plan and having the right form basically is already half the way, right? If not 80% of the way, that's how I did it. And then thirdly, having nutrition in place that actually aids your recovery because sometimes people injure themselves as well because their body is not fueled the right ways, right? So having enough carbs in the system, having enough protein, actually having a full amino acid profile to pull from, basically your body uses the amino acid profile, the pool that you have to protect your muscle while working out. And if that's empty and not filled with quality protein, then it's very hard, right? Same for micronutrients, same for fats. For example, omega-3, a lot of vegans neglect omega-3, which in turn will lead to being less recovered, being less uh, possible to, yeah, not injure yourself. Sorry for the sound here, we have a helicopter flying over the house. Um, but yeah, omega-3 is super crucial. It's anti-inflammatory and again, inflammation will also cause injury if you don't pay attention to it, right? So making sure the nutrition is on point is a crucial part as well. So you might be thinking, Fritz, what about um, like mobility and stretching and flexibility and those things might require a different podcast. I do agree that <clears throat> having a actually warm-up routine, obviously as well, before you start working out is crucial. I do believe that stretching is overrated um, and it's not necessarily needed to avoid injury, but it always depends on a person. So I can make like a general statement here. But if you look at not injuring yourself, I would say those are the three most important metrics, like having a plan that works for you, like doing exercise, the less injury risk Right, so there's some exercises that have higher injury risk than others, so you probably want to avoid those, right? And then making sure that you actually get your form right and get it corrected from an expert too, and then having your nutrition in place to avoid, um, yeah, inflammation and injury from that too. So this is so important. Please pay attention to it. Please make sure to implement it because when you do, you'll be healthy for life. You'll be agile, flexible, and you'll be craving being more active, right? So when you're injured, you don't want to move yourself. When you're healthy and active, you feel empowered, you have energy, and it's just the best, right? So implement this. Thanks so much for watching, for listening. I mean, let's get those vegans and save the planet. I'm going to talk soon. Peace out.